the pulse of Elkhart. This is On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On the Beat on Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Good to have you with us on this Thursday. Uh, winding down the week, uh, it was about this time last week that a big announcement came down from the city of Elkhart that they had selected a new director of development. Now, it's a position that had been open for a while under Mayor Robertson. He's been putting his due diligence in and trying to fill his staff, and we've talked about it at length during his appearance on our show, and uh, he picked a very familiar name that a lot of people were very happy to see get promoted to the new role. So I am very happy to have with me the uh, newly appointed Director of Development, uh, Dana Bennett. Dana, welcome to the show, and uh, congratulations on the promotion. Thank you so much, Carl, and thank you for having me. I am so excited to have this role, um, to be able to focus my energy around uh, economic development in Elkhart is, is, is an exciting time for me. Well, first and foremost, I want to get to learn, uh, I, want, I want to learn more about you. Uh, you know, you're coming from the chief of staff role. Uh, I know that you are a Northwest Indiana native, so you're coming to us from the region, as uh, I was told last week by Corinne. Uh, tell us about your background. Uh, how did you find your way to Elkhart? So um, prior to coming to Elkhart, I was the chief of staff for uh, Gary, Indiana. And um, the my path to that role is kind of interesting. Um, almost all of my uh, work experience is in the private sector. And um, I had... Uh, I was an insurance agent uh, most recently before I started working in government and had decided I wanted a better balance of life and and had uh, decided to pursue going to optometry school. And um, the mayor in Gary was at that time had been looking for a chief of staff for some time and and was having difficulty finding the right fit for, for what she wanted. Um, she reached out to me and we kind of talked about her vision for the role and for the city. And it was so in line with uh, the work I wanted to do. Um, I am a Gary native and um, uh, what was best for the city had always been in the forefront uh, of some of the volunteer work I had done um, up until time, up until that time and where I had invested my dollars. So it was a natural transition uh, to be able to join her team and further some of the, the the hopes and aspirations we have for the city. But I will tell you, I never did accomplish that better balance of life. <laughs> I still work far too much, <laughs> yeah. but that's still a goal of mine. It's still going to happen eventually. Um, and after her term uh, ended in Gary, um, I was actually looking to re-enter the private sector um, and through her connection with the NLC, she learned about uh, uh, Mayor Robertson's uh, desire uh, for a chief of staff and what kind of skill sets he was looking for. And she said, I think I have the perfect person for you. Him and I met. We talked again about the vision he had for Elkhart, what he wanted to see happen in Elkhart. I talked to him about what I felt like I can offer uh in this role uh, in that role at least and uh it, it was just a connection right away i imagine that that conversation probably did not last less than three hours uh i know the mayor well enough to know that probably was a pretty long <laughs> phone call i think you hit it right on the head he is, he is. <laughs> 
brevity is not his strength. I no, can say that. <laughs> no, and that's and that's and that's okay, and that's really okay. Uh, I I want to ask you something here, and I don't want to seem too mean or too succinct about it, but at least around here in northern Indiana where we are we kind of stick our nose up at gary um and i think a lot of people do because of the history of the city and the difficulties that it's had uh did that offer a lot of you know uh i am that has to factor into your experience somewhere coming into a role here in elkhart um i think it helped um so gary uh i don't think anybody would suggest that gary does not have his challenges um, and, and, and the work that we needed to do was uh, a Herculean task. Um, we knew we needed to um, um, uh, exp- uh, grow the economy there in Gary. We knew we had challenges around um, uh, land activation. We had challenges around the school corp corporation. Um, so we had a, a variety of challenges. And, and one of the things that I'm really proud of, the work that we did there, we were not afraid to be innovative. We were not afraid to roll our sleeves up and, and compete with some of the largest cities um, around us. And, and, and it paid off. We were able to increase the amount of development there. Um, we saw development at a pace that Gary had not seen in 20 years. Um, and so we did a lot of the, the tough work. Um, and, and coming into Elkhart, Elkhart did not have some of the challenges uh, that Gary had. And it's allowed me um, to uh, introduce some of the kind of projects uh, that you can do when you're not scrambling to just make sure uh, bills are paid and, and, and um, uh, the roads are paved and the snow is picked up. Um, I was able to work on some of the projects around uh, the 311 activation, the data activation for the city. Um, we were able to introduce things like um, merit-based reviews and uh, 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 the, un- the concept of unparalleled service um, in every department and how that impacts every department. Um, so Gary really gave me uh, the the chops I would say mm-hmm. to be able to be effective here in Elkhart, um, and so I'm I'm grateful for that experience in Gary. You had mentioned uh, as you were introducing kind of your background there, uh, a lot of the community work and volunteer work that you had done in the past. Is it safe to say that you know part of what's pushed you into the public sector is just generally trying to help as many people and as many communities as you can? Yes, I I can tell you that before I had never envisioned a life, um, a career in the public sector, but I was always engaged in how do I uh, improve my community. Um, And so it's not a it's not a it's not a big leap when you are committed to your community. It is not a big leap to uh, to get to the place where you want to serve in this way. And what better way um, to serve uh, your your uh, neighbors than in city government? And it is it is more fulfilling than any other level of government because the decisions you make, the work you do, you directly see the impact to your neighbors. Um, When things get done, when you're able to deliver on services, um, it is not uncommon for me to run into someone at a restaurant and they say, oh, thanks for taking care of 
um, that pothole I sent you a message about, or thanks for taking care of, or thanks for getting back to me about um, how I get this service resolved. So it, it that is the most fulfilling thing about uh working in city government is that you can impact the people that you know and see every day. One of the things that motivated us when we were developing the economic uh, development implementation plan was uh, uh, Elkhart is in the enviable position is that in that we have a, a pretty good pace of development occurring here. Um, and then also uh, the city is fiscally healthy. Uh, that is not true for a lot of cities. Um, but we are not, we are aware that it may not always be that way if we don't take steps to ensure uh, that we uh, maintain a level of prosperity. And so what we tried to think about is uh, 20 years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, what do we need to put in place so that this fiscal health continues, so that people will still have access to jobs uh, so that um, we could still serve citizens in the way we 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 feel is best, and uh, thankfully the prior administrations had done a, a good amount of the work. They had engaged uh, a variety of stakeholders and consultants to help develop what's called the 2040 plan that has a forward-looking uh, approach to economic development. There was a housing study done. There's a retail study that's wrapping up right now. So there was a lot of information to help us uh, formulate a plan to ensure uh, Elkhart's economic viability well into the future. And that's exactly what we're going to be focusing on starting this year, implementing that plan. And it is frankly ambitious. There's many aspects of it. We want to have at least a thousand new housing units over the next two years. We want to activate 9,200 uh, 9, acres of land for uh, uh, development. Uh, we're uh, hoping to accomplish uh, over $500 million of investment in the city of Elkhart. Uh, we're going to touch uh, every, just about every aspect of mm -hmm. development uh, that will help ensure the, the future of Elkhart. We're looking at diversifying industry. We're looking at uh, upskilling and cross-skilling citizens for jobs into the future. Uh, we're looking at uh, uh, land remediation and, and land aggregation as a tool for development. So that we're touching uh, a, a lot of areas in, in, the, in the realm of economic development, but we think all of that's necessary to ensure Elkhart's continued growth. Now, we got to take a break here real quick. I'm probably, after we get back from the break, and I ask you to repeat some of that because I want to start breaking some of it down. Um, that is uh, Dana Bennett, your Director for Development for the City of Elkhart. Great conversation happening. We'll be back in just a couple minutes after the break on on the Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Keeping an eye on what's happening in your backyard, it's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome back to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM, talking with Dana Bennett, the Director of Development for the City of Elkhart, newly appointed Director of Development for the City of Elkhart. Uh, Dana, 
Before we went to break there, you know, you were kind of breaking down some of the things that you guys are focusing on for 2021 or is part of the larger plan of of Mayor Robertson's administration to uh, make this city viable and successful going into the future. Uh, Going back a little bit there, as you guys were were sitting down and and having the conversation and, and kind of developing the plan as far as what you wanted to do and what your priorities wanted to go, I I just, I, as someone who did not work in the public sector, have a hard time wrapping my head around the idea of looking at a city, you know, looking at a group of 50,000 people and trying to decide where you begin. It, It just seems like an impossible task. So, uh, thankfully, we had uh, a lot of help in that area. Um, As I was mentioning before, uh, we did uh, some work around what's called the 2040 plan, and that engaged some experts in the area of planning, land usage, some of our local stakeholders and developers, uh, people in the academia area. Uh, So all of the stakeholders that you might imagine uh, throughout Elkhart and the region, and in some cases throughout the country where where we tapped into experts uh, that were not necessarily local and said, given our assets, uh, given our current position, uh, given where our strengths and weaknesses are, what does Elkhart need to do to ensure that we are not so susceptible to economic downturn like we saw in 2008. How do we buffer against those kind of challenges? You know, recessions are gonna happen. There's nothing that um, uh, any of us could do to keep recessions from happening, but we certainly can buffer ourselves against the impact of, of, of economic downturn. And one of the messages that came across clearly was uh, uh, the diversification of our economy. And so could we uh, expose ourselves, encourage development in, um, in areas, in industries uh, that complement, but not necessarily uh, operate on the same economic cycle as the RV industry. So we're very heavy in the RV industry and, and just like any, any, uh, any business, there is an economic cycle for RVs. And sometimes they're, they're doing really well, like now. And then sometimes sales are more challenging. Are there other industries that we could encourage development uh, in Elkhart that will operate in a different economic cycle so that when RV, the RV industries are seeing challenges, that perhaps this other industry is uh, growing. And so that's very important to part of the work that we need to do is diversifying our economy. The other thing is uh, 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 ensuring that our citizens have the skills they need to uh, not only obtain the jobs that are available today, but if we look out into the future and what where the industries are going as it relates to skill sets needed, are we preparing our citizens to be able to take on those jobs as they become available? And then thirdly, uh, uh, offering a place to live in Elkhart. Um, I don't think it's a, uh, something that uh, you haven't heard before, mm-hmm. but uh, Elkhart County overall has a substantial housing shortage. Um, and are we providing the, a place to live uh, if people want to uh, work? Can they live also in Elkhart? And fourth, 
uh, placemaking. So not only can I provide you a house, an apartment, a condo, but can I provide the kind of environment that you would desire to live in? Uh, can we offer the type of amenities uh, that would make you say, uh, I'd, I'd like to live in Elkhart. That's a wonderful place to live. And that's just as important as all the other stuff that I mentioned. Um, I'll give you an example. Denver um, was bringing in 10,000 new millennium every year. Every year, 10,000 new millennials decided to relocate to Denver. And when they were surveyed about why they chose Denver, um, always in the top three was their park system. And a park system at one time was probably looked at as a nice to have. But what we know now to grow a city, to grow an economy, these type of amenities are a requirement. Yeah. And they're just as important as some of the other things that I mentioned. Well, I mean, you guys are off to a good start. I'll, I'll, I'll brag on Jameson for a second. He's been a good friend of the show for a long time, and we absolutely love him on here. Um, you know, the, the, the placemaking part, I mean, that's what everybody sees. That's the easy stuff for people to look in at administration and kind of put their finger on it. Well, so-and-so did this, you know. Uh, Mayor Nice helped bring in the Aquatic Center. Uh, Mayor Robertson is helping expand, you know, things over by the New Martins and, and by uh, and uh, and by the, the Riverside. But that is only a fraction of what goes into making it a better place. And I, I know you know that, but for the person that's just driving through town or maybe doesn't live in Elkhart, those are the only things they see. It's everything that's happening, you know, that's not that, that ultimately makes the difference in the long run, at least in, in my opinion. You can't, you can't build a strong home without a good foundation. Absolutely. So um, there are studies out there to talk about uh, a couple of years ago, there was a foundation that did a study about why people stay in the city. Why do they invest in the city? And there was this concept development about loving their city. And people who love their city are more likely to stay there during an economic downturn and spend money during an economic downturn. They are a different type of neighbor. They're more likely to take care of their uh, yard and so forth. And so... Uh, uh, why do people love their city was what this study was about. And it had to do with not only kind of the parks that we talked about uh, or like a river district, but what do I have in my neighborhood? Do I have easy access to a grocery store, a pharmacy? And those critical foundations need to be available in each neighborhood for people to feel like this is a home that I want to stay in. This is an area I want to stay in. And so we're even looking at, as a part of our plan, we're even looking at the neighborhood level. This is not all about bringing in big manufacturers, but at the neighborhood level, neighborhood by neighborhood, within a 15-minute walk or bike ride, are we offering the amenities that you would need to feel good about the space that you're living in? And that's just as, as important. Well, I mean, it's it's absolutely no secret to anyone who's been around the city for a while that there is definitely a level of disparity in what parts of the city have seen development and what parts haven't. Uh, you know, as I know, again, as part of the mayor's plan, he wants to cut back on that. I mean, we're talking about a guy who grew up in one of those parts of the city that just still to this day does not see a lot of new money or new developments flowing through. 
Yes. Um, one of the pillars of this mayor's administration is an equitable investment. And uh, we've spent some time identifying ways that we can track uh, where investment is going, uh, um, not just the private sector, but the public sector. And, and this is not all just financial, but uh, the infrastructure development, uh, uh, where we are putting amenities, uh, where we're sending talents. We want to ensure that we're investing across the city and not just um, in, in one or two areas. Uh, and uh, as a part of this plan, uh, there is efforts going on north, south, east, and west. Um, so we are looking at neighborhoods across the city and embedding ourselves in those neighborhoods. And, and each one of them have uh, different features and have different assets that we want to tap into. Um, so they won't get the same type of investment, but they'll get a, the type of investment that is best for their neighborhood. And so we're looking at mobility. We're looking at training opportunities. We're looking at amenities all at the neighborhood level. And it is not something that we are... Uh, uh, an approach that we are uh, uh, given to those neighborhoods. It, it is our part of our effort is, is to hear from those community members and get an understanding about what they desire in their neighborhood and, and figuring out how we best respond to that. But you are right. Uh, the way that you impact change for an individual is that you want to uh, look at five blocks around them, a 15 minute walk around them, uh, what what services, what amenities, what uh, opportunities present themselves in their neighborhood. And that's part of the work that we need to do. Uh, Dana Bennett, she is your director for development for the city of Elkhart. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. We are going to be talking a lot in the very near future. I'm really looking forward to what you guys have in store and learning more about your plans. Uh, it's early in 2021. we got a long year, so we'll talk again here soon. Thank you for having me on the show, Carl. You are very, very welcome. Uh, Dana, you will be able to catch her uh, interview if you want to uh, dive in and, and dissect more of that, because uh, that's a lot to uh, lot to listen to in a couple of minutes, and very much appreciate the time. Uh, we'll have the podcast coming up here as soon as the show's over. That's on Apple, Spotify, and on Google. All right, finishing off the show today with our business spotlight with the Elkhart Chamber of Commerce and LaVon Johnson. Let's see who brought with them this week. That's coming up next on The Heart, 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.